Hey, I hope you're having a great day today. Welcome to Daily Dose. Hope you join us today as we dive into scripture and we take a look at what God's word has to say for us today. How are you doing today? It is December 5th and welcome to Daily Dose. As we've been doing over the last couple of weeks, we have been looking at important historical people uh, with the Reformation. We started with our Reformation Day special with Martin Luther and we continued on and that is no exception for today. Eventually, we will move on from the Reformation, but it's something that I find so incredibly important uh, for us to uh, really dive into because of uh, everything that happens. Uh, so today we are going to be looking at a man uh, named Ulrich Svengali. Uh, Ulrich, uh, Ulrich, I'm sorry, Ulrich Svengali. Um, I don't know why I just called him Ulrich. Ulrich Svengali. Uh, so Svengali was another person who was extremely important to the Protestant Reformation. Uh, and in fact, he was so dedicated to the Protestant Reformation, his death would actually come on the battlefield defending the ideals of the Reformation against the Catholics. Uh, and so uh, he was the, uh, his he was depicted, in fact, if you go to, uh, Zurich, there is a statue of Svengali with a Bible in one hand and a sword in the other hand. Uh, and so one idea that I want to talk about with Svengali today, and these, these, by the way, these things are pretty well centered around important points of these, these, uh, reformers lives. Uh, they are in no way all encompassing because it is impossible, uh, in the time span without this being like eight hours long. Uh, to recount everything. Uh, Svengali was born on New Year's Day in 1484. He was born the 1st of January in 1484 uh, in Veldhaus, Switzerland. Uh, and so uh, he was born into this Swiss area, this Swiss uh, place. Um, but he would play a crucial role within the Protestant Reformation from Zurich, uh, which he arrived, by the way, in Zurich, uh, December 27th of 1518, uh, about 30, I'm sorry, about 10, 13 years-ish before his uh, death. So Zwingali wasn't really born an idealistic revolutionary uh, he, he was extremely well-educated. He demonstrated keen intellect, uh, his trainings in theology and theology, not his spiritual passions led him into ministry. Uh, he was well-trained, he was well-educated. And so he basically fell into ministry. Um, the ideals of the church fathers, he, as Vengali would say, they made sense to him, but the, they lacked true spiritual devotion to them. So he wasn't an idealist 
of the major reformers and the major P players of the day uh, because of everything. Uh, and so this rift between his head and his heart developed itself very early on in his life. And, and so uh, he would preach some persuasive sermons and uh, popular ministry in, in Glaus, uh he would hear this preaching that was going on and his head and his heart would be, uh, kind of trans, uh, kind of broken essentially. Um, his consciousness was pricked in this time, but he wasn't really transformed. And, uh, Zvengali accepted, uh, this post at a monastery in a pilgrimage, uh, of, uh, of Einzeladen, uh, where he would go. And, uh, and while he was in Einzeladen, these indulgences sales began to pick up. You notice a theme, by the way, through all of the Reformation that most of them are centered around this sale of indulgences because as the Bible becomes available, now keep in mind that the majority of priests preached what was in the Roman lectionary. They were given sermons to preach from the lectionary. They really didn't differ. Every church essentially preached the same sermons. Every church basically went through the same books. Every church went through the exact same points. Well, Svengali had a heart moment where he began to not, and I'm getting ahead of myself because this is later in his ministry, uh, but things kind of began to swift and to change uh, all the things. And so, um, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me get, let me get to Zurich and we will talk more about, uh, what happens. And so, um, Zwingali eventually discovered this saving grace that was unmerited by pilgrimage, by indulgences. Uh, and, and so in, I, in, in Einzeladen, Zwingali confessed his own sins publicly. He got in the pulpit and he just, he opened up and he professed everything. And he told them that by faith alone in Christ and repentance, he was saved. And so uh, he declared Christ's grace to be sufficient uh, for the salvation of souls. And so, as you can imagine, when uh, you have people trying to sell indulgences literally next to uh, the church, as people are walking out of church, they just heard this great sermon about Christ, about the saving of souls. They're fired up. They they feel like they're on top of the world. And then this guy's like, hey, you know, hey, loved ones uh, dying, you know, sin. Um, you know, as soon as the coin in the coffer rings, the soul from purgatory springs. So... Obviously, this was a huge hit to the Catholic Church, and they became angry. Uh, and so uh, officials from Zurich noticed this this powerful man, this man who had this great oratory ability, and they had uh, these great reservations about him. Uh, but eventually, they invited him to become the priest in Zurich, and Europe would never be the same. And so he would enter into Zurich in, in 1518 and, uh, and he would be there about a year. Uh, in August of 1519, Zurich was struck with the bubonic plague. And it was during this time, at least four people died uh, in the city. Uh, but uh, during this time, Zvengali actually just contracted the plague. 
Uh, and it said that he nearly died and he described, uh, his preparation for, for death. And what I'm going to do for you is I want to read this in German first, and then I will read this to you, uh, again in English so that you can kind of get the, the full effect of this. And so, uh, Zvengali believed he was dying. Uh, he believed in his heart of hearts that he was dying. He was preparing for his death. Uh, and he wrote this verse. He says, uh, Thou wie du wilt, mich nu bewilt, den Hauf bin ich, mach ganz albrich, dann nimmst mich ein, der ganzt wer nan, diese Erd thaus du, dass er nicht böse ward, alt anderen nicht, Bewalk ihr Leben von uns Says, Thy purpose fulfilled, nothing can be too severe for me, for I am the vessel for you to make whole or to break to pieces. Since if you take hence my spirit from this earth, you do it so that we will not grow evil, or it will not mar the pious lives of others. So, this is the poem that Zvengali writes as he is prepared for. Death. He he literally believes that he is dying, and so uh, the final verses uh, of this poem are so powerful for this, and so we have this uh, moving as he believes he's going to die. He moves on, and something changes from him uh, in this time. Something changes in Svengali. Because he believes wholeheartedly. He enters into the city primed for reformation. Uh, he, uh, the, the church at Zurich had little idea that they, who they were hiring. And um, he began this, uh, this huge, huge dissension uh, within the church. And first rifts began. Uh, on uh, during the Lent season of 1522, um, and Zvengali would eventually break from Rome. He he told he stood in the pulpit publicly and he declared, he says, "I will preach my own sermons on this Gospel of Matthew rather than follow the Roman lectionary." Uh, and, and the crowds were so excited. The church was so excited. They were flocking to hear the word of God that was fresh to them because a lot of them, remember, they had never heard this before. You know, many times as you hear the Roman lectionary, as you hear these sermons, they were not focused on salvation. They were focused on damnation. And Zvengali was preaching something that was radical, that was new to the people. And so, uh, Zurich, uh, I'm sorry, Zvengali found himself preaching. He would go to the marketplace on Fridays and begin preaching so that crowds from surrounding villages would hear him. And he proclaimed the sufficiency of Christ and the, the, the deficiency of indulgences. He's publicly in the markets on Fridays declaring indulgences as worthless. And so the, uh, the great, the necessity of repentance. He's talking about all of these things about this. Uh, and then he begins doing something that was, com- that was considered radical in those times. He preached about the caring for the poor and the needy, the widow and the orphans. Um, and it was important because in the summer of 1519, uh, while he was 
vacationing. Svengali had received word to desperately to 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 haste home. Uh, in this is when the plague, the bubonic plague, had hit. This is when everything is happening. I kind of got in my head of myself a little earlier, uh, and eventually it would lead to three out of ten people dying. Uh, from the plague, and, and it was ravaging Zurich, and, and Zvengali was placed uh, in this, and so he was led to this the, the this reformational uh, point where he would essentially come come to combat the uh, the battlefield of 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 the of the of the, of the uh, the defectors, those that were defecting against the Reformation, namely the Catholics, and he would eventually go to war with them. And he would die in 1531 with a sword in his hand defending a threatened freedom. The Catholics were trying to wipe the Protestants off the face of the planet. And he died preaching the gospel that he had come to know and to love. I love... Ulrich Svengali, he, he, he is a, a fantastic man of God. And that is just a, a small snippet of his life. There might be other times where we talk about other places of his life. But it is extremely important to remember the, the legacy that Svengali left. You know, as he dies uh, just shortly, uh, you know, he is called to Zurich just shortly after Martin Luther nails the thesis to the, the door, uh, to the church door. And so it's important that all of this is taking place around the same time. People are getting God's word in their own language for the first time, and they are flocking to hear it preached. Hope you've enjoyed learning more about Ulrich Svengali. If you want to read more about his life, I recommend going and and, and finding biographies on his life or uh, just reading his impact on many uh, people's lives. I hope that you have a fantastic day and I'll see you tomorrow.